Hello, everyone. Welcome to Bringing Virtual Care Home. My name is Tina Nall, and I'm the Chief Clinical Officer at Anelto. My guest today is Dr. Belisa Guzman Suarev, and she is the Regional Medical Director for Intune Health, a part of the Chen Med, uh, Chen Med Company. Welcome, Belisa. Thank you for agreeing to be a part of my podcast today. Tina, thank you so much for having me. It's super exciting to be here and, and talk to you today. Oh, I can't wait to get started. Why don't we start off by having you tell our audience a little bit about your background and what landed you at Intune Health? Awesome. So I am an internal medicine physician, graduated from UMass in Massachusetts. It was way too cold for me there. And I decided to move to Florida. And while looking at my options, I knew that I wanted to be in a primary care office. I really have been a believer that primary care changed healthcare and really changed people's life. So I find out to be in Chenmen, that is an organization where I have been working for eight years, and I have been able to grow within the organization, to create beautiful relationships with my patients. And just recently, last year, this new brand of the organization came as an opportunity, and they gave me the opportunity to be the leader of this. And knowing that this model of care we have been doing in TenMed for some time, value-based care with small panels of patients, and then kind of like expanding that even more and creating a model of care that also includes virtual care and home care to make it even more convenient for the patient. It was something that really, really, really motivated me. And I say yes to the challenge to be part of Intune Health and excited to hopefully make it super successful and be able to expand in the future. Wow, that is exciting. So um, your uh, responsibility uh, at Intune Health is to operationalize the virtual care side of ChenMed. Is that correct? That's, that's exactly the, correct. So I do have an operational diet that she helps me on all those operational details that usually doctors are not the best at. And I'll make sure that the clinical part is very strong, that it, the care we provide actually delivers the results that we want so patients could be healthier and that we can uh, give the best care out there and uh, making sure it's, it's very convenient for the patient as well. Okay, so if I'm a patient of ChenMed and I am participating in the Intune Health portion, what, as a patient experience, should I expect in regards to interacting with you as my provider? I think that's what makes us very, very special. I am, Part of this model is that we keep our doctor's panels very, very small when you compare it to a regular practice of private practice. And that gives us the opportunity to be closer to the patient and so the patient has better access to us just because of numbers. I always say doctors, most doctors that go into medicine, they have great intention, but then real life, you don't have time to spend with people. You have only 10 minutes. You're always rushing. You're taking notes until very late at home. And then all this vicious cycle happens in healthcare. Here, the model we practice is that we keep the panels very short. And by doing that, we can actually spend enough time to patients. We are in America that has the better, best technologies, best research. 
We have probably a, many, many more resources than other countries of the world. But I really feel that what is lacking is the time of the doctor to listen. And if we don't listen and if we don't have that time, care cannot be provided because the diagnoses are never done on time. Things cannot happen the way that they should. So what I feel that in Intune Health we have is that time to be with a patient, to listen to them, and then to make sure that we work together in whatever is going to happen next. So our patients have access to us in the clinic. We usually do a very extensive first visit with a, in order to detect every possible thing that a patient could potentially have. And then we will do follow-ups as often as necessary. In our model of care, we expect at least every three months. But if a patient in a very specific moment of their life, they need to be seen more often, we can absolutely do that. So then we can see you virtually. Let's say you're an active person, you're still working, you're taking care of your grandkids. We can definitely do that virtually. Or you're traveling. We have a lot of our patients that actually spend some time in Florida and then they go back home up north somewhere up north so we can still be able to take care of them virtually when they're there and one of the beautiful things we have as well is our paramedic team could go to your home or to wherever you are to help you in a time of need if you're not feeling good or even for routine checkups uh, and and then kind of like contribute even further to help the doctor have all those those tools to take care of you so if a lab work is needed the paramedic could go and get me that if I'm not so sure if you need to go to the ER, but I would like to see an electrocardiogram first. I could send my paramedic to wherever you are. It could be your work. It could be your home to do that. So I feel that this convenience and this way of like integrating all these worlds make the doctor's life also very, very convenient as well in order to deliver the care that we're aiming for. Yeah, very cool that it's kind of dual pronged in providing convenience because it's convenient for the patient and convenient for the provider. So when you talk about your community paramedic program, um, I would imagine that that is just local to your sites within Florida and, and not necessarily extending nationally yet. Is that correct? Correct. Correct. So our paramedics, they kind of like are based in our centers and then they go to the nearby zip codes. Um, we are exploring if it's possible to care to people that are even a little further away than what may be. But uh, right now, it's a, it's a service we offer to our local communities and our local patients. So if I'm a snowbird and I've left Florida to go back to my home in Ohio, um, but I've established um, care with uh, Intune Health, then your me- what is your means to uh, connect with me while I'm in Ohio? So we, as your doctors, Dina, we can send your medications. We can check on you. Let's say that we need to do some labs or something. We can always work with local labs in your location in order to obtain the diagnosing testing that is needed. But then, of course, when you are back into Florida is when we can even potentiate that even further and see you in our clinics. Uh, That, Tina, I will invite you to come to our clinics. They look beautiful. They are like this spa-like sensation. When I came for the first time to these clinics, I'm like, oh, I want to go to a clinic like this. They look so pretty. And they're they're really so conducive for for the patient and to work there. It's also very beautiful. So, um, I will say when you're when you're home, if it's far away, we'll do virtual. If we need to do some 
a diagnostics or, or any imaging or anything. We'll work with the local persons that are like in the, with the local providers around you. And then when you come back to Florida, we can expand that further. So is your virtual care delivered via an app or is it a bring your own device? How, how do you connect virtually with the patients? So we are very proud to say that we are amazing IT team developed an app for Intune Health that help that you can connect with your care team through the app. So one of the beautiful things we have in the app is not only that you can check your labs and that you can see things that has been happening in your care, you can see your list of medication, you can request refills, but also you can text live with human beings. They're not automatic replies, they're not robots, they're actually human beings that could be answering your questions through the app. So you can text the, the medical assistant to ask some clinical questions. You can text the referral coordinator to help about some referral you need or some appointment you need to reschedule. You can text your front desk person to say, hey, I won't be able to make my appointment tomorrow. Could we make it a few days later? Or could you please move it to a later time or something? So that ability to actually text with your team I think it's something beautiful from the app feature. And then, of course, you can launch your video visits through the app as well. There's like an easy way of, of clicking and, and going there. And you will go into this HIPAA compliant room that you will see your doctor and you can discuss your healthcare concerns. Wow, that's wonderful. So you can actually do uh, the telemedicine part of the video part and be looking at the patient directly. Is that what I understand? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so um, about how many patients do you guys have uh, enrolled in the Intune Health virtual care part of your um, services? So I want to clarify that our services are all of it. It's not like when you come to us, you're either virtual or you're either home care. When you come and become an Intune Health patient, you will have all these options for you available at the time of need. So every patient that comes through our doors will be able to come as a walk into our centers to be seen in person, to be seen at home, and to be seen virtually. Right now, we are a very new model. We're still enrolling and hoping to grow very much over the next few months. Oh, that's exciting. Okay. So you just become a patient of Intune Health and you get to take care of or take advantage of all of the different modalities for delivering care then? 100%. 100%. And this is through your Medicare Advantage insurance. It's not like we charge extra to our patients. It's not like we charge a premium of um, concierge care. We just take care of your insurance and that's it. There's no extra cost involved to the patient. We are able to provide this service within the umbrella of the Medicare Advantage insurance. Wonderful. So what are some of the um, key performance indicators that would um, point to success of this program? What, what problem are you trying to solve for? So I think that what we're trying to solve is for healthcare in America. <laughs> Big thing to say. <laughs> Yeah, it's like boil in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> but what I will say is that value-based care, what I love about value-based care is that it's so aligned, the incentive into the providers is so aligned into the patient doing better. 
So if the patient stays healthier, if the patient is going the less to the emergency room to take care of things that are not that not actual emergency and they go to the primary care provider because they do have access to the primary care provider. If we are able by the care we do to prevent some hospital admissions, then we are successful as providers. And the beauty is that the patient is better. So what I would say is if the patient is healthier and at home and enjoying life and staying active, then we are successful as a practice. So um, that's, that's how we measure success. If we are patients are doing better, are they healthier? We are able to control their chronic conditions. We see them as often as needed to make sure that we detect when things are not going so well and we prevent them from going to the hospital and be able to treat their thing, their conditions before they get complicated enough to end up being admitted, then we are, we are, we are in our quest of changing healthcare in America. <laughs> yeah. You know what pleases me about hearing that is that it doesn't require a hospitalization first. It just requires connecting with a patient who has um, either a new diagnosis or an existing diagnosis of a chronic disease and stepping in at that point and saying, okay, we got this awareness. Now let's talk about what we're going to do to keep you well at home. Um, so that is just a wonderful, uh, wonderful opportunity for us um, as healthcare professionals. 100%. So I would love to share with you. This is my typical example and people who have listened to me probably know this by memory already. But when I was training in residency, I always had this frustration of the CHF wards. So the congestive heart failure wards, patients come very, very sick. We do a lot of things for them, usually intensive care unit type of care. Patients get much better. You send them home and shortly after they're back to square one. And I remember when I was rotating through those wards, we were like, what are we doing? This is like madness. We're not doing anything for these people. We're just doing a whole bunch of things here. They go home feeling better. And five days later, they're back on. And I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Like we have all these medications and cardiologists and all this huge team working to get these people better. But it's like as soon as they hit home, we, we see them back shortly after. And by practicing value-based care with these super complicated heart failure patients that we know is a very serious condition, I have been able to actually see real change by caring them, by doing simple things, nothing too fancy, not the most expensive medication on the market, but by seeing them often enough to make sure they actually eat less salt, to realize that they love Chinese soups that are microwavable and that will put them into CHF exacerbation right away, to make sure they actually take their medication. Hey, if they gain some weight, come to our clinic. We'll give you some IV medication to help you breathe better and hopefully prevent you from going there. And I know these patients so well that I know there's times they're in danger. So Thanksgiving is pretty dangerous time because they go and eat and do all these things. So Monday after Thanksgiving, I know all my patients with CHF need to be on my schedule and they need to be waited because I know that if I don't pay attention to that, they will probably end up three, four, five days later in the hospital. So that kind of things, knowing the patient, knowing that Thanksgiving is dangerous, bringing them on time to detect when they're gaining weight and preventing that CHF admission makes such a difference. Like I, and, and it brings me as a provider so much fulfillment, you know, like, wow, what I'm doing is actually making a difference. These people are better. 
I had a patient that used to live in the hospital. I, I think that she, it was like her second residency, the hospital. And this patient has not gone to the hospital for the last three years. And we changed her life by doing simple things, by listening, by checking on her, by being available to her. So I, I, I think this is the right path of medicine in the future. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And I, I personally lived that when I uh, worked in acute care. Um, and um, I guess I'm a little bit ashamed to say that th those patients oftentimes got labeled the frequent flyers in the emergency department. But I thought about that after the fact from a standpoint of patients are given this, this chronic diagnosis and they've lived their whole life up to that diagnosis, maybe uh, living a lifestyle that contributed to that. And so unless we help them understand what the triggers for symptoms are and have an awareness of those symptoms and make minor lifestyle modifications that would prevent those triggers from occurring, um, you know, we can just count on the fact that they will come back to the hospital because without that kind of knowledge and those, those um, you know, delicate changes, um, they're they're going to be predisposed to exacerbating and, and coming right back. So, um, so I hear you. And I had a family member who um, was a perfect example of, of that uh, scenario that we're describing. And I can tell you that she did not love being in the hospital, but there was really no other options at that time. So 100% Tina. And Lifestyle changes, it's so easy to say lifestyle changes, but you and I know that changing any lifestyle is actually very difficult. Every time I said, oh my God, I'm going to eat healthier, even for myself, or I'm going to do more exercise, it's hard. It's really hard. You know, you go to your old habits shortly after. So when you have a team that keeps you accountable, that is checking on you, that helps you with your goals, definitely help. And that's why, I don't know, gym coaches, are helpful for people who want to train better. And that's why all these things help. We actually, in, in, in Tune Health, we understand this and we have the figure of our health coach to also support in this type of goal and be with their patient into these lifestyle changes that we know can have such a big impact. Yeah. The, the differentiator that I see in Chen Med that I um, got from speaking to Laura last week and then you now is um, that it is so physician focused or physician led, I guess I should say, physician led. Um, and for patients to have the opportunity to stay so connected to their physicians probably is truly a catalyst to driving different behavior that um, leads to a more positive outcome. And I really applaud you guys for taking that approach. Tina, all of our patients have our cell phones. And I remember how scared I was when this idea of giving our cell phones to all of our patients kind of like came out. I'm like, this is going to be horrible. I'm going to be on call 24-7. I don't want to be on call 24-7. But when you create this trust with your patients and they also understand that you have a life, I'm a mother, I, I go out, you know, like I, I also do other things apart from being a doctor, they are pretty respectful and they reach out to you only when they really need it. So it has been a, like a trust breaker. Like when you give that cell phone to them, they really understand that, that their health is, is your main focus and concern. So... 
I don't know. Uh, uh, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's tremendously honoring of the patients. And, and I, I would think that it would be a rare exception that would try to take advantage of that. And then, you know, you have to step in professionally and, and redirect that. So, so good for you. What an investment in uh, people's health. Uh, I just, I can't say enough about that. So, so why don't you tell the audience what um, things you foresee in the near future uh, for uh, Intune Health that you're most excited about? So I'm excited that Intune Health is offering a solution for the new Medicare population. So this younger population that is coming into Medicare are used to a different world. No, are used to social media, are used to Amazon Prime delivering your things faster, are used to Uber, are used to Instacart delivering your groceries. So I think the world is changing towards convenience everywhere no and healthcare is kind of like lagging behind because we're such a big industry that usually we lag behind but we need to make access to care more convenient to patients and i think intune health is bringing that solution to patients and um, by doing in-home care by doing virtual care our centers we're able to have smaller centers so hopefully in the future our ability to open new center and reach out to more communities and even go to rural America that we know it's a big problem. Like who's going to take care of rural America? Who's going to take care of these towns that are not so well connected? I think into health could be the solution for that. I think we have the key to make that happen. So I'm excited with the future and how this could potentially be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, rural America, I hear it referred to more and more as, um, health de- healthcare deserts um, because of the lack of access to providers um, and the mere um, miles of transportation um, required to go into an office, a clinic, et cetera. So, um, so that the virtual uh, strategy to extend uh, reach and uh, increase access is, is tremendously exciting. So yes, great. Um, do you have any closing words you want to share with the audience before we um, end today? No, Tina, I think this is the future of healthcare. And I think uh, I'm, I'm so grateful for you to invite me here and give me the opportunity to, to talk to your audience. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, your passion comes through. Um, and I'm sure that uh, patients would thoroughly enjoy having a relationship with you, um, knowing how passionate you feel about making their um, health better. So thank you so much for your time today. You And thank all of you for joining another episode of Bringing Virtual Care Home. I hope you'll join us again soon for a new episode. Thank Take you, care. Tina.